What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, everyone. My name is Cheyenne, and I'm so, so glad you are tuning in today. I get to serve with middle school here, and it is so much fun and crazy and all the things. But today we are going to be reading through John 5 verses 1 through 18. And they say, Afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city near the Sheep Gate was the Pool of Bethesda, with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men laying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, Would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath, so the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was cured, you can't work on the Sabbath. The law doesn't allow you to carry that sleeping mat. But he replied, the man who healed me told me, pick up your mat and walk. Who said such a thing as that? They demanded. The man didn't know, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, now you are well, so stop sinning, or something even worse may happen to you. Then the man went and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had healed him. So the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules. But Jesus replied, my father is always working and so am I. So the Jewish leaders tried all the harder to find a way to kill him. For he not only broke the Sabbath, he called God his father, thereby making himself equal with God. So I recently just read through this myself, but I'm really encouraged by verse 6. Because when Jesus saw him... He had already known that he'd been ill for a long time, but he still asked, would you like to get well? And what's crazy is about this, he, Jesus knows everything about us, but I think it is really, really amazing that he still invites us into the conversation because if God is in control and he created us, then he knows when we're hurt and how long we hurt and he is a personal God, but he still invites us into the conversation. And he asked the man, would you like to get well? And I think we have this misconception that God is a mean, controlling person opposed to just in control. But I think culture makes us believe that he's this God that just dictates every aspect of our lives. But what's cool and what we see in verse 6 is that we're invited to sit at his table and dine. And when you dine with friends, you sit there and you talk and you catch up and you're real about what's going on and God invites us into a, a conversation that's the same. I think the invitation is the same when he invites us and asks us these rhetorical questions that we see in scripture often. We're like, why does he ask these questions if he knows the answer? And it's true and we've seen that he just wants a relationship with us and that's evident in the ways that he replies to the people that we read in these stories. And he may know the answer, but he asks us anyway, and it shows us his heart for relationship. So 
I'm very, very encouraged by that verse, but also encouraged and challenged by verse 9. Verse 9 says, Instantly the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping bag, his sleeping mat, and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath. The man was immediately healed when he encountered Jesus. And I think we just forget that. Like, I definitely have fallen into seasons where I just don't feel his presence or I don't feel like anything's happening. Things are kind of steady and slow, but any moment that I get with Jesus is good enough. And I forget that, but I'm challenged by verse 9 because just being in proximity with Jesus heals the man. And being in proximity breeds intimacy with the Lord. Um, I couldn't imagine being the man who had been laying there for 38 years and waiting to be healed, but this one moment with Jesus changed everything for him. I think that's pretty cool. And I just forget myself the power of just being in the presence of the Lord. It really does just change everything. In verse 13, it says, The man didn't know, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. So after he had been healed, um, people were asking him, like, who, who healed you? But it says that the man didn't know because Jesus disappeared into the crowd. And I am both challenged and encouraged by that verse because it shows more of Jesus's character and how he just he did what he did because he loves us and he didn't want any attention like if he wanted attention he would have been right in the middle of the crowd I think that's my flesh my flesh is really prone to doing something kind and sometimes I want to hear a thank you I want the praise I want I want people to be like, hey, Cheyenne, you did a good job. But I'm challenged and encouraged by Jesus in this story because he never needed appraisal or approval. He just did it. And I have to take a step back and ask myself and check my heart and ask just why I do the things I do. Is it because I'm trying to seek approval from man? Is it because I feel like I have to prove myself and that right now is just something that I'm struggling with and just dealing with and processing. So I hope I'm not the only one dealing with that. But um, it is just cool to see Jesus himself disappear into a crowd after healing a man who had been laying there for 38 years. Like instead of hiding in a crowd, I would have wanted to be right there in the middle in the spotlight. And so I'm challenged by the simple act of Jesus and I hope you are too. And um, even more so in verse 14, it says, But afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, Now you are well, so stop sinning, or something even worse may happen to you. And when I read this for the first time, I was taken back a little because he said, Now you are well, so stop sinning. And he just acted so casual about it. Like Jesus wasn't surprised that he did this miracle and I think even then like we shouldn't be surprised when the miracle happens God knows what he's doing he's got this under control and if we are in the presence of him and we are seeking help and we're seeking counsel we're seeking some guidance why are we surprised when he shows up you know he's done it before he's been faithful before and he's gonna be faithful still and 
I almost even just laughed when I read that for the first time. Like all he said was, now you're a well, so stop sinning or something even worse may happen to you. It's just so casual for him. He says, now you're a well, so stop sinning. Like now you've encountered me and you've been in my presence and you know what this life can offer and you know what I can offer. So don't go back to your old ways. Like stay, stay walking with me. I hope you guys feel both encouraged and challenged. I know I do. I needed to hear this today, but um, thank you so much for listening and make sure you tune in tomorrow to finish the rest of John 5 with Dixie Levitt. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.